0: This is Betsy Jensen and you are listening to Unstoppable Body and Mind, episode 51, Allowing the Negative. In this podcast, we learn to upgrade our brain and understand the power of our thoughts, to heal and to create the results we want in our life. Become the person in control of your healing and make peace with your life. Become Unstoppable Body and Mind. Hello my loves. Today we are going to talk about negativity and why it's important and why it's important to not just skip over it. Sometimes with thought work we realize that we can just change our thoughts to give us different feelings and so if we're feeling upset about something then why feel upset about it when we can just change our thoughts. And I think roughly 95% of the time, that's exactly what we might want to do. But I do think there is a place for allowing and feeling negative emotion. This came up for me this week, where in one day I coached three people who brought up this similar sentiment, which was, I don't want to write down my negative feelings I don't want to indulge in them. I don't want them to be stronger. I don't want to even have them. Basically, I'm frustrated that I even have these negative feelings still. Logically, in my mind, I can think my way out of them. And so why even admit that they're there? There was definitely a concern that if I spend time really indulging in these negative emotions, that it will somehow... Be worse for me. And I just don't, I don't want to. <laughs> but as we know, just because there's resistance with something doesn't necessarily mean we shouldn't do it. In fact, the areas that we do have the greatest resistance are usually the ones that need to be addressed in order for healing to occur. So if you notice yourself, having that thought process. I don't want to write down this negative stuff. I don't want to even think it. I wish it wasn't there at all. So I'm just going to skip that part and pretend like it's not there. Usually what happens is then those thoughts don't just go away. Consciously, when they come up, you can do the thought work to change them. But it's like there's kind of something under the surface that's just seething and waiting for little opportunities to come out. Or sometimes I use the analogy of pushing down a beach ball. Those negative emotions that come up naturally as part of being a human may not just go away by doing that thought work. So if you notice your mind returning to something that you don't want it to return to, maybe instead of just pushing it down and trying to gloss over it and jump to another thought, you have to actually acknowledge those negative feelings that are there. Now, often I imagine the negative part of me is like my inner child. Someone who maybe just feels some really big emotions and they might not be nice. The inner child likes to feel self-pity, to blame, to get angry, to feel prideful, to feel hurt. These emotions don't need to necessarily be logically changed. In fact, a lot of times our logical mind already knows like, oh, okay, it's, it's understandable. This person said something and it wasn't really about me, but still there can be that negative emotion. And often it is tied very deeply to some core beliefs that we formed as children that we're maybe not even aware of. So investigating these negative emotions that come up can be really important. And I would say the best way to help move through them is actually to allow them and not to try to repress them. So allowing negative emotions doesn't necessarily mean that we react to them. Sometimes people think if I allow this anger or sadness or self-pity, then that's what I will become, that I will just be this angry person that yells all the time, or I can never function because I'm so sad. But we know that we can allow emotions without necessarily reacting to them. So you could feel some anger. And you could write it down and rage on the page without even having to react in an angry way to anyone around you. This can just be this internal work. But again, by just pretending it's not there and wanting to think differently, it doesn't make that fundamental emotion go away because your inner child still believes there's a reason to be angry. So allowing yourself some time and some space to feel these negative emotions on purpose, to actually see what is there instead of trying to brush it aside. Sometimes there's even a sentiment of frustration that these same negative emotions keep coming up. I've definitely felt this before. And some of my clients who were stuck in this process last week expressed this that I'm just so frustrated that I keep having this sense of insecurity or that I keep having this sense of scarcity. And of course, when we have resistance to something that is there, then it tends to compound our suffering to make our suffering worse. So I invite you to imagine that you will always have this inner child within you and maybe you have some other critical voices too not just your child but maybe a scorning you know parent figure inside your head or one of my clients calls it a hall monitor so recognize that you have these tendencies to think certain ways probably based on something you learned as a 3 or 4 or 5 year old child when you understand that part of being a human is having this mental chatter that comes up spontaneously, that causes emotions that you may or may not even be aware of, then maybe you can accept a little bit more that it's okay that these emotions keep coming back up. I have worked with some master coaches who are basically thought ninjas who subconsciously can go from a thought that's not serving them to another thought without even really realizing that they've done it. The problem with this can be that there can be some underlying emotions that are never even felt or acknowledged or addressed. So if you're someone that has been suffering with chronic pain or disease and you have felt the same sentiment of not really wanting to indulge in the negative, please take this time and just think of it as getting out the waste products that are naturally produced as part of being a human. Just like if you went to the bathroom, you could flush it away and think, okay, this is part of being a human, I got it out, I flushed it away. Same with some of these old thought patterns of insecurity or blame or victimization or self-pity, all of those thought patterns that you might start to get frustrated by, that it seems like no matter how much thought work you do, here comes that overwhelm again or that imposter syndrome. So just knowing that this is going to be part of the human experience, it's nothing to be afraid of, pushing it away actually makes it stronger. And I imagine that it's like listening to a child that is having a temper tantrum or is very frustrated. You're not trying at that point to rationally talk to maybe a five-year-old who's having a tantrum. You can just be the observer. You can just be a calm, loving presence who hears all of the frustration and the sadness and can see the child struggling and feeling things are not there and understanding that a child is going to feel some big feelings and that's normal. And then you can just let yourself kind of observe what's going on, what these patterns are that keep coming up for you and you don't have to make it mean anything about you. I think that's where a lot of us can get into trouble, thinking that because we have negative thought patterns, recurring ones, that something is wrong with us, that we're broken in some way, that we can't overcome this. But you guys, the purpose of life is not to be happy all of the time, to have positive emotions all of the time. We would actually just feel normal. That would just be regular. So the contrast of life is important. It's important to allow yourself to feel some sadness if you're feeling a little bit sad. This happened with me actually, and it was very eye-opening. I found out that I wasn't invited to something. And in my rational, logical adult brain, it was fine. I thought to myself, of course, it was an oversight. It wasn't anything personal. But my mind kept bringing this back up. And so I thought, I think there's <laughs> something more there, you know, even though in my head, in my heart, even, I was thinking, this is not a big deal. But I thought, I'm just going to get out my pen and paper and see what is there. And I wrote down, I'm really, really, really sad. Like, really sad. <laughs> It makes me sad that I wasn't thought of or included. I hope they missed me and never do it again. And I wrote a little bit more like that, about half a page of really going to the extreme, imagining this hurt child that wasn't invited to something. And what I was thinking of probably wasn't this exact incident, but something from my childhood where I didn't feel included. If you find yourself circling back to a topic where it doesn't really feel resolved in your head, where you feel like you're trying to resist some negative emotions, trying to explain them away, it should be fine, other people have it worse, then really let yourself feel those feelings on purpose. Give yourself a set time, maybe set your timer for 15 or 20 or 30 minutes and let yourself go to the depths of your negativity. Imagining when you were a child, how hurtful it felt. You can let yourself really indulge for this short amount of time. You really can. (laughs) It doesn't mean that it will overrun your life. It doesn't mean those emotions will get bigger and be uncontrollable. I would say it's the opposite. And if you feel like you have a lot of old emotions backed up you might need to do this every day for a few weeks to kind of get in the practice of allowing, not repressing, seeing that it's okay, that you might have these tendencies of thinking negatively. It doesn't mean that you're negative, It doesn't mean that something's wrong with you, but pushing it away, wanting it to leave, wanting it not to be there can actually make it stronger. Sometimes I'm surprised at what's there when I start writing. So just because you have the thoughts that you notice in your head, it doesn't mean that you're really having access to all of the thoughts and emotions that are going on subconsciously. And that's where the writing or typing, or if you were even just talking into your phone and recording it and then deleting it, any of those things to kind of open up that stream of consciousness is going to get a lot deeper than just thinking it through in your head. It's like if what you can see on the computer screen is what you can think and have access to of your thoughts, it doesn't mean that we know all of the programs going on behind the scenes. In a computer, there's a lot going on, I assume. (laughs) I don't know for sure, but I'm assuming there's probably tons and tons of programs that are running behind the scenes that I don't even know about because all I can see is what is on the screen to me. Use your body as your signal that you have something going on to address. Get really curious. You don't have to judge any of this. You can just be so, so curious about these programs in your brain. When you are having more pain, Use that as a cue to think, what is going on for me emotionally? Maybe if you have a chance, grab some paper and just start writing about the pain and then see where it goes from there. Be compassionate, be gentle, be patient with yourself. This is a learning process. This is helping you reintegrate with your body. Use your body cues as signs to get a little deeper, to see what's really going on below the surface. Maybe you can even imagine that your inner child is yelling at you when you have this pain. Your inner child is wanting some attention, just wanting some validation. You don't have to totally agree and do everything a tantruming toddler wants you to do, but you can listen rather than saying, "You're fine. Stop it. Shut up. I don't want to hear you." Just let that little child have their little tantrum. Let yourself be open to all of the emotions. It is part of humanity and it is normal. And the more we can accept that having some negativity is part of the human experience, then we have less resistance to it. And ultimately, we cause ourselves less suffering. All right, you guys, let yourselves... Feel it all this week. Feel the positive and the negative and see how it is when you allow the negative emotions rather than reacting to them or resisting them. All right, have a good week, bye. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you learned a little bit about your brain today that helps you in your life like it helped me. Please be sure and subscribe and leave a review. And of course, be sure and share this podcast with someone you know that wants an unstoppable body and mind.